Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the unfunniest podcast alive. It's actually funny that um, how this podcast even came to be because at first I started it off like the first episode, I was making a YouTube video acting like I was doing stand-up comedy, but it was um, it was supposed to be like satire, like sarcasm. I wasn't being serious and I was just trying to make jokes off the top of my head. But once I was editing the video and I uploaded it, I was like, why don't I just make a podcast out of this? Just talk in the mic and let thoughts come to me and, you know, just improv, basically. Just think of topics and use my thoughts as a way to create content. So here we are with the unfunniest podcast alive. Episode two. Um, I did add like a little... A little thing that I want to do in this podcast. Um, I want people to send topics and questions or, you know, just send anything that I could read and I could talk about things that are interesting, things maybe you need help with, things you just want insight on, just anything like that. They could even just be funny stories. It doesn't really matter. Uh, I want to add that to the podcast. Um, I know some people do that already, but I feel like it'll be interesting for both of us. I can give my perspective and then also just connect with fans and connect with people. So, yeah, the email is just my username, supergmeli at gmail.com. You can see it in the description or if you're watching on YouTube right now, you can see it above my head, obviously. So without further ado, let's get into the podcast. Uh, I don't have any topics ready. Um... How about a porn addiction? That's something that I've wanted to talk about like in video form or just on the internet in a long or for a long time because I know a lot of people struggle with it as do I. What is today? Today's Friday, March 3rd. I've been um porn free for about 4 hours. So I'm doing pretty good on that. Hopefully I can drag it on a lot longer. I think my record is 11 days since I started. Like I started, I don't know if this is crazy or not, but I started watching porn in fifth grade. No, maybe fourth grade because I know that I, wait, I think I started watching porn. I think that I beat off for the first time either fourth or fifth grade. I don't remember which grade it was, but I I know that I was watching porn before that, like well before I busted my first nut. Uh, so I, my parents were never together. So I had a split household, like go to my dad's on the weekend and at my mom's house, like we lived with like one of my cousins uh, for a while and I found some of his porn magazines and also my stepdad had some porn that I found and then at my dad's house there was also some v- fucking VHS tapes of porn and then I think around like fifth or sixth grade I got a a PSP like a portable PlayStation I was watching porn on that and then I would always like watch movies that had porn in it too like fucking American Pie was one of my go-to's where the 
that one that one mixed girl, the mixed chick, she was like changing in a bedroom and they were secretly recording her or something like that. I forget. She was fucking hot. But yeah, where was I going with this? I was watching porn for a minute before I actually jacked off. I don't know if I want to tell my first my first ejaculate story right now. I think I want to save that for uh, when my reach gets a little bigger so more people can hear it because probably things that I talk about now, well, it's it's kind of weird because do you do you talk about like heavy topics or personal topics in the infancy stages and people find you that way or do you just build your brand or build the channel or whatever and then talk about them later so people can actually hear them because I'm not sure is it a thing that people go back and listen to like the beginning podcast I don't know maybe I'm sure some people do I don't I go back and like watch a lot of people's old YouTube videos but podcasts I don't really go back and listen to the early ones Unless it's like a guest that I never saw and I'm interested in. So, yeah, porn addiction is real, though. It's like, uh, porn addiction is like, porn addiction is like when you go on a vacation as a kid to like somewhere random, like, uh, say your dad knows somebody from work. And that guy let your family borrow his, his, uh, what do they call those? Timeshare. They, that guy, your dad's friend from work, let your dad borrow his timeshare in, I don't know, Colorado or something like that. And you went there one trip in your life when you were a kid and you went to this restaurant and you ordered, cause you were like 11 years old and you ordered, uh, some chicken tenders maybe with some honey mustard or some ranch or something. You ordered those chicken tenders and, you know, just because of the experience, like you're in Colorado, you're breathing air that you've never breathed before. You probably went skiing or you probably, what else is there due to color in Colorado? I don't even know. Maybe you went to fucking, I have no idea what there is to do in Colorado. Maybe you rode some ATVs or something, some four wheelers. And then you went to dinner with your family at night and you ordered these chicken tenders and they were the greatest chicken tenders in your life when you were 11 years old. Fast forward 10 to 15 years later and your life has just been an endless journey of trying to find chicken tenders that were as good as those ones in Colorado in 2004. That's what jacking off is like. Meaning your first nut is the greatest thing ever. Like those, that early days, those early days of watching porn and busting your first nut to whatever video that was, that was, that was peak. That's peak porn masturbation. Doesn't get much better than that. Just like those chicken tenders when you were a kid on the, you know, on a very uh, random vacation. And now you've spent your whole life going to restaurants, ordering chicken tenders, and none of them compare because none of them can compare. That was your first time. There's something special about those first chicken tenders that you ever had. And you've just been, you've been chasing that experience. You've been chasing that feeling for your whole life. But at some point, you got to give it up. 
you gotta mature and grow up and fucking stop ordering chicken tenders and move on to a medium cooked steak or maybe get yourself some black and blue salmon with uh green beans and wild rice or you could even maybe if you're not a fish person or a steak person just get yourself like some something interesting like a what do they got barbecue pulled turkey wrap with with uh, apple cider slaw and maybe some waffle fries something unique something different those chicken tenders are never going to taste the same something about the breading in colorado the water in colorado was different so when they mixed the water with the with the when they weighed when they made the batter with the colorado water that's just something you can't ever get anywhere else because you don't live in colorado and you haven't been back since and even if you went back these days like at this age whatever age you are 10 15 years later maybe that restaurant is closed and you need to just accept the fact that you're never going to taste those chicken tenders again and you just need to give up the pursuit because you're you're wasting your time you're wasting your energy on it so yeah that's what porn addiction is like it's uh, some chicken tenders that you'll just never be able to taste again what else is there to talk about in this world uh for those who care john jones comes back for the first time in three years this saturday tomorrow actually march 4th he's fighting cyril or cyril gain i forget what his name is something gain um it's exciting john jones is john jones is like you know when you're a kid and you're growing up and you're you're like learning about sports uh at least for me when i would learn about sports you hear about fucking joe montana you hear about michael jordan you hear about uh teddy bruschi or uh fucking uh what's that one linebacker from the bears um oh fuck so he owns a he owns a restaurant in chicago i forget his name but you hear about these legends and they seem like so mystical they seem unreal it seems like their statistics and everything it seems unfathomable that's what John Jones is, but it's like in current time. He is a he is the greatest fighter of all time in the UFC. By far. I mean, he's I think what 24 and 0. He has one loss, but the loss doesn't count. He got disqualified for uh like throwing an illegal elbow or something like that. Something weird. He was destroying the dude and then he got disqualified. So the loss it's not really a loss. But, you know, the way that he, for so long, has just been able to dominate people, like, he was made for fighting. You see his early days fights, not his most recent fights, like, with Reyes and uh, uh, Tiago Silva, or whatever his name is, Tiago something. Those fights were a little iffy. I'm not sure why he fought that style. But his early day fights when he was younger, oh my god, that shit was crazy he was fucking dominating everybody choked out rampage uh choked out loyota machida i think that's his name fucking destroyed shogun rua with elbows that 
that's who I used to use in UFC. When I used to play UFC on PlayStation as a kid, I would always use Shogun. And he fucking demolished him. <coughs> Beat Chael Sonnen's ass. Who else? Daniel Cormier, one of the also one of the greatest fighters of all time in heavyweight and light heavyweight. Fucking demolished him, especially in the second fight when he hit him with a fucking knee to the cranium and daniel cormier didn't know where the hell he was started uh he like lost he got kneed in the head or kicked in the head so hard that he like lost ability he lost the ability to move one of his legs if you guys go watch that clip or if you're watching on youtube i'll probably add it his like leg stiffened up i mean that's got to be really bad for your uh your sense your for your fucking uh your nervous system i guess you get kicked in the head and you lose uh motion in your leg in your own leg that's kind of crazy then he got pummeled on the ground but yeah john jones is a legend i don't see him losing this fight i don't see him losing ever if he it's really hard to see that man lose like i can't even like picture it i can't even imagine him losing in my head because he has never lost, and to see him lose would just be weird. I don't know how to explain it, but yeah, that fight should be exciting this Saturday. I'll definitely find uh, some way to watch that illegally. I used to watch uh, f- tons of fights illegally on Periscope. I don't know if you guys remember Periscope. Periscope was like, I think it was owned by Twitter. It was like this how do you explain it? It was basically like Twitch, I guess you could say. You just live stream. But I like the way you can find people. Like they would show like a world map and you can zoom in on your state, even on your city to see who's streaming around you and you can just click on it. That was a really interesting feature. So I used to like I would go to the search bar and just type in like John Jones or Conor McGregor or whatever in the search bar on Periscope. And people would just live stream it on their phone. Like they would just have their phone set up on like a table or something. And you can watch every sporting, every pay-per-view event that there was because people would just live stream it. And if you get banned from Periscope, who the fuck gives, who cares? You just make a new email and make a new account. So I've never paid for a a fight ever. I've never paid for any sporting event. I always, uh, like even with like college football playoffs or bowl games or something, I'll just create a free trial account on some random streaming service and then cancel it right after i feel like that's what most people do unless you're rich being rich is very i feel like it's an odd way of living because i mean like the rich where you know you're just set your kids are set like you're not worried about anything you have investments you have you're making money in your sleep because all i've ever known is being poor Growing up poor, growing up never, never really getting the things that you wanted because not even, you don't even want to ask for them because you know that you're not, you're not going to be able to get them because you, your family just, it's not made like that. So even to this day, I mean, I'm still poor, but, uh, yeah, just never being able to buy the things that you want. But then when you're rich, it's like, the shit doesn't even matter anymore like that you the fact that you can buy whatever you want makes life uninteresting 
to me. That's what I would think. Well, I guess it depends on your perspective and and how you got the money. Like, I feel like if you were born into money, like your family was rich, you're never really going to have the perspective of being poor. And you're never going to have those those uh, reluctancies, I guess you can say. Like, when I go to a restaurant, say I just got my taxes or I somehow I came across a big chunk of money, like a refund from school or something just extra money that, you know, I didn't earn. It's just all free profit pretty much. If I, I'll go to a restaurant and I'm, I'm able to order, you know, the fucking 47 ounce tomahawk with, uh, white cheddar mashed potatoes. I'm, I'm able to order it because I have this newfound money, but something in my soul just doesn't let me do it. Cause I'm like, why would I spend $65 on one plate when I can spend, you know, the average 13 to $15 on a plate. And then if I'm still hungry, I can just go to McDonald's after you feel me spend like $25 instead of spending $65 on one plate. That's just the poorness coming out of me. Like I don't want to, I don't like spending big amounts of money on one thing. I'll spend the same amount of money but it'll be on multiple different things because I want multiple different experiences and I want the money to stretch and last and please me for as long as it can. I don't want to just, I'm, I wouldn't be satisfied eating one item for $65, one steak. I'm sure it would be good, but I can create multiple of those experiences with the same amount of money. That's the poor mindset coming out of me. So what I was saying was, what was I saying? Oh, when you, when you're born into riches, you don't have that mindset. All you understand is just, you know, everything is like, everything is basically the same price because you don't really worry about it. You don't think about it. You know, I remember growing up in middle school and high school and, well, especially middle school. I went to a middle school that was, it was a pretty nice middle school. Like, uh, like the demographic wise, I, I guess nice isn't the right word. There was a lot of white people is what I'm trying to say, but it was, it was mixed. It was pretty much just black and white. We didn't really have much other race, honestly, but there was a lot of white. There was a lot of rich white. It was in a fairly rich part of town. It's probably one of the richer, I can't really think of a richer middle school where I'm from. It's definitely one of the richer middle schools in my town. And there was a lot of rich white people, especially rich white girls. Like they always had the nice shoes, the nice clothes. They always had, you know, items were really important in middle school. Like you remember like edible paper, people who had stuff like edible paper or, you know, the really nice mechanical pencils, really nice five star notebooks or journals or whatever notepads whatever you want to call them book bags if you had a nice book bag you were royalty because it just showed that you had money um where where was i going oh so those people you can tell that there there's just a disconnect i can never connect with a large demographic of my class of people, my class of students, my peers, 
because we're not from the same background. I it's funny because I lived three minutes from the school, just like almost everybody else. But you know, my three minutes, the neighborhood wasn't nearly as rich as where they lived because there's a bunch of rich neighborhoods around this middle school, but we just lived in your average, uh, barely middle-class neighborhood. You know, we had a house and all that, but the house didn't compare to these kids. So there was always just a disconnect there. I could never connect in the ways that I wanted to, because it seemed like there was just no, uh, there was no grounds for relatability, I guess I could say. And then you add that on the top of me being just introverted naturally and not really, you know, putting myself out there, putting myself in situations to connect. They made it very difficult. I feel like I feel like if if I just had the comfort of wearing nice clothes, you know, having nice shoes, whatever, just just the comfort alone would have made me a totally different person. Like, I don't care about having the materials. Like, I'm not saying, oh, if I had these Jordans, I would be so cool. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying, like, if I just knew that, you know, at home I got five pairs of shoes to choose from. Like, and I got, you know, I don't have to worry about wearing a shirt too much or else people are going to catch on that I'm poor. Stuff like that. If I just had the comfort of knowing that. I feel like I would have been more open and more confident, but you spend so much time being poor. You spend so much time just worrying, nonstop worrying. Like, are people judging me? Do people have people noticed that I've wore this shirt twice in a week and a half? You know, how often do I need to switch up my outfits? Um, uh, I remember we didn't even have a... There was a long period of time we didn't even have a dryer at home. We had a washer. We had a dryer. It just didn't work. We had a washer, though. I remember in the winter, I washed my clothes before the night before, but I forgot. So we would usually have to wash our clothes, take the clothes out, and hang them up like on a railing, like on the rails on the stairs or somewhere in your room, somewhere like that, and then iron them in the morning because, you know, since they weren't in the dryer, they're wrinkled as fuck, and they're like, crunchy they're like crusty and crunchy or whatever because they're not drying properly but one time i uh i washed my clothes the the day before the night before whatever but i fell asleep and i forgot to hang them up to dry and i think it was like you know all the clothes that i had i had waited too long so i had to wear these socks or whatever i don't remember the situation but i put the socks on and they were wet as fuck because I didn't hang them up. They were I just pulled them out the washer. They were like all fucking stuck to the side of the washer walls still. So I just I had to put them on. I put them on and it was in the middle of the winter. And I had to walk to the bus stop with wet ass socks. I'm surprised I didn't get like a frostbit cuz my socks were fucking wet. Like if I if if it was a sunny day and I like put my foot on the sidewalk you and took it off, you would see like a, a wet footprint. There's just water stuck in my socks, and it, and I had to walk to the bus stop in the snow with wet socks, cold as fuck, and then you know just spend the entire day at school with wet socks. So imagine the the torment that 
I'm going through at school. Like, do people know these are wet? Can people smell them? Can people see them? Like, and then I also just have to deal with the fact that they're wet. Like, I mean, that's not a comfortable feeling going eight hours wearing wet socks. Just shit like that. That shit adds up. It really does. And then in sixth grade, before I went to the nice middle school, in sixth grade, I went to a middle school where we had to wear uniforms, which you think might be better. Because everybody's wearing the same thing, pretty much. Different color shirts, whatever. I'm th- I think we were limited to, like, four different colors. Like, red, blue, black, white, whatever. And then we had to wear, like, tan pants. you think it would be better that way, but it was damn near worse. Because I would only get, like, three shirts for the fucking year. There's five school days in a week. I have to rotate three shirts. I'm, you know, I was always a fat kid. I'm sweating my ass off all day. Uh, having pit stains on my shirt and I just got to fucking rotate them bitches. I got to rotate three shirts in five days. And then also since we only could wear like certain shirts and pants, everybody focused on shoes. So motherfuckers were getting Jordans and whatever was popular back then. Sperry's and whatnot. Everybody was getting fancy shoes. I had a pair of Jordans in sixth grade, but it was like it was just like the the basic Jordans that you just pick up off, uh, you know, the wall in Foot Locker. You know, you don't you're not really wearing Jordans unless you order them from a website or you buy them off somebody. Because if you just get them from a store like Foot Locker, those aren't really respected, I guess, because they're not putting the they're they're not putting retros on the wall. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think they sell retros in stores. So I had a pair of Jordans, but again, I had one pair of shoe. I would have to wear those every day. They were they were actually kind of nice. I'm not going to lie. They were called Jordan Jacks, I think. J-A-X. Jordan Jacks. But yeah, everybody was worried about shoes. I didn't have shoes to show off. I didn't, you know, I probably maybe had three pairs of pants. I'm sure I only had two. You know, fucking... Uh, start ripping holes in the knees and then you got to wait until like fucking Christmas break to get a new pair of pants on Christmas. And then also people, you know, people would wear jewelry. So it's like, okay, we're all wearing the same outfit, but how can you make, how can you accentuate the outfit? People are wearing big ass earrings. People wearing gold necklaces, Jordans, girls are wearing silly bands and fucking chokers. And I just never, I was never able to, uh, fit in because I felt like I was always um just lacking that's what I always felt like I always felt like I was lacking something everybody I mean it's still like this today everybody wants to be in the in crowd everybody wants to show that they are quote-unquote normal everybody wants to fit in so they do the things that show others that they're capable of fitting in. But I have the mixture of not giving a fuck, so I'm not going to do the things that make you think that I'm cool. And also, growing up, I was just never able to be that person. I was never able to be cool. So you combine that with not wanting to either, so it's just like, I just don't give a fuck about anything, I guess. Uh, That was a long-ass rant tangent or whatever i got some questions that i've googled these are would you rather questions i haven't looked at any of them yet so i'm gonna just read some i guess and uh see what i would rather do all right let me just see a random one 
Would you rather give up all technology, cell phones, computers, etc., or give up all movies, television, and books? I mean, that's kind of contradicting. If you're giving up technology, but you get to keep movies or television. But I get what they're asking. So, would you rather give up cell phones and computers, whatever, or give up all movies, television, or books? See, I have to, I have a perspective on this. Me personally, I would love to give up cell phones and computers and technology. But does that mean that society gives it up also? Because if society gives it up also, for sure, 100%, I'm giving it up. Because I feel like that's what's ruining us. We're all just spending way too much time on it. We're all worried about what other people are doing. If we could give that shit up and just, you know, live our own lives and just do our own thing and not have to worry about others, I think we would be a lot better off. Um, or give up all movies, television, and books. I think we're we're definitely not reading enough books. I'm not even reading enough books. We have definitely strayed from you know, a simple life that was just fine for humans. And then we added all this complex, these complex, like ways of socializing and be the ways of being a society. We've kind of strayed from the simplicity of, you know, just watching movies and, you know, gaining life experience from that or gaining life experience from just going out or gaining perspective from reading books. I would definitely think we would be better off if we gave up all technology, but I think I honestly still would give it all up if I had the choice, even if it was just me, because I hate this shit. I have a flip phone currently just so I can limit or lower my, you know, exposure and time on technology. I mean, obviously I'm on a computer right now making this, but I've definitely switching back to a flip phone I think was definitely necessary because that shit was killing me being on social media like I didn't even want to do it I'd had a Facebook I had an Instagram YouTube of course blah 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 but I didn't even want to have these things I didn't want to be on these things but it was like ingrained in me like I want I just I couldn't help it like I would get on my phone and just fucking scroll and just turns into all kinds of shit like you you're looking for something and then you end up finding some other shit. You end up randomly buying something on fucking Amazon. Just the internet is weird, bro. Um, so I think I would love to give up technology. I guess I could, honestly, it's just really hard when, you know, I'm using technology, like trying to make a, you know, future for myself, a career for myself. So it's kind of hard to do that if i had like some uh outside activity that i did like jujitsu or if i was trying to be a boxer or i don't know any kind of sport i think that i would be able to give it up pretty easy because i would be totally focused on something else because when i get into an activity i like to totally immerse myself in it and just try to learn as much as i can and you don't really have time for the the distractions so I think if I did have something like that, I would give it all up, but 
I probably will give it all up anyways one day. Uh, just knowing myself, I probably will give it up at some point. But yeah, that was a long question. All right, let's find another one. Uh, would you rather be the center of attention or go unnoticed? It's funny because I carry myself like I just want to be left alone. Most of the time I do, honestly. I just want to be left alone. I just want to chill. I want to be like, I want to, I like, I like being, you know, in a crowd, but like off put a little bit, like to the side, like watching, you know, it's kind of like, I find a lot of pleasure just watching people and damn near just like creating scenarios and shit in my head. Like, I like just like when I was in school, I would go to like a busy area on campus but I would find a table that's like to the side and I can see the whole area. It's comforting kind of, I would do my homework while all this shit is going on in front of me. It's kind of loud or whatever, but the loudness, I can actually like focus better when it was just like, there's like a buzz of people talking and stuff. Maybe that's bad though. Maybe that means that I grew up in a fucking stressful, loud ass environment and I've, found a way to adapt and be productive but yeah the center of attention um it's funny because especially when i was younger like high school middle school days i would always like be mad at myself like why can't i be that person but the older i get it's just like i definitely stray away from being that i don't like being the center center of attention at all i don't know how people do it like some people thrive in that way of living kudos to them that's not me i have no clue how to do that center of attention is very it's not for me i think i feel like some people still struggle with that like they want to be noticed they want to be you know they want to be the person that people talk to blah 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 i think you got to get over that you just got to accept who you are like Yeah, I mean, I go to, like, family gatherings and stuff like that, and people just know that, you know, I just like being alone. Like, I just like being, I just like chilling and just being left alone, but at the same time, it's not like I hate you or anything like that. Like, the people that really know me, they know that, you know, I'll talk to you or we can talk or whatever, but not for the most part, I just like chilling and observing. I don't like the attention. And yeah, I don't even know if I answered the question. Uh, Would you rather, would you rather have your books read by a few hundred people or a few million people? Uh, A few million? I don't, that's kind of a stupid question. All right, one more, one more, one more. Would you rather live, would you rather have to live out the rest of your life in the wilderness? Holy fuck, I cannot read. Would you rather have to live out the rest of your life in the wilderness or live out the rest of your life in jail? Why is this a question? Who the fuck is picking jail? That's insane, bro. Live the rest of your life in jail? Are you fucking crazy? I mean, I don't like spiders, so that is, like, the only thing that I'm worried about. Fucking 
ugh, spiders are so fucking gross. I always think about like running away and like living in the wilderness, living alone, whatever. But then I think about the spiders and I'm like, eh, maybe I'll wait a little bit. Maybe, maybe there'll be a pandemic for spiders one day and those, the fucking, those spiders are getting wiped out and then I'll go live in the wilderness. That one was too stupid. Maybe we got to do one more. Uh, would you rather have to spend the next 20 years as a student or spend the next 20 years as an employee? Definitely, easily, 20 years as a student. You know, as as much as I hated school, I liked the structure that it gives. Like, you know, you have your classes at certain times. Um, it keeps you busy, even though I hated doing the work. Like, most of the work that I had to do in college was just, like, pointless, like, I don't remember 90% of what I learned because I wasn't even learning. I was just memorizing for tests. But that's besides the point. I liked being a student because of the structure. Um, And then also, when you tell people you're a student, you could be the fucking, you could be a fucking bum doing whatever. It doesn't matter. But if you tell people you're a student, they're like, oh, okay, you're going to school. It doesn't matter what else you're doing. You could be jobless. You could be fucking, I don't know, selling drugs. It doesn't even matter. You tell people you're a student, you get all kinds of discounts. You get fucking, you know, society just kind of leaves you alone. There's not really a stress to do much else because, oh, he's a student. He's worried about his studies. And then also, depending on your income situation, I guess, you get money back. So you, I basically lived off of a, uh, financial aid refunds for two and a half years and you're just chilling. Like you just go to class, you're chilling. You can do a bunch of extracurricular activities. You're just chilling. Um, I have a feeling I, I do like school. Like I like learning interesting things. I like when somebody is passionate and they're teaching me about, you know, something that they know very well and you know, they're passionate when they're teaching it. So it makes you want to learn. But you don't get that hardly ever. Like I maybe had three teachers in my entire life who were like that. So I do like school, but people just make it miserable. Professors, teachers, they make that shit miserable. They they think they have, you know, they think that they can control you and they think they have more power than they actually do, especially in high school and shit. College, not so much, but in high school, them motherfuckers act like they're the damn, uh, uh, what are they called? Correctional officers or something like the security guard. What the fuck are they called in the prison where they just be walking around? Uh, is it security guard? No, they're not a security guard. Uh, I don't know. They just be acting like the damn police, like. You go to the bathroom and they say no. Like, what? Can't go to the fucking bathroom? I've been in here for six hours. I get a five-minute passing period, but I spend three and a half minutes walking to my fucking locker. And then I barely make it on time every day. Uh, And I ask to go t- take a piss and you say no, bitch. Uh, Where was I going with this? Oh, yeah. 20 years as an employee... Ugh, that's fucking horrible. I don't think I'll ever spend 20 years at one job. That shit, that is going out the window. Like, that is the old way of living, especially in America. Like, you fucking, 
go to co- go to college or don't, but you get a career and you spend like forty plus years there, retire there. Ugh, that shit is gross. Just to like build up your four hundred one k so you can buy a damn Corvette when you retire, but you can barely fucking get out of the Corvette because your bones are weak because you're sixty four years old and you spent your whole life working. That shit, ugh, disgusts me. So I definitely spend rather spend uh 20 years as a student so yeah what's going on with you guys i'll give you guys the floor to talk a little quiet today that's okay it's only episode two we're gonna we're gonna find a flow to this um i'm i'm gonna add some more structure some more um talking points and whatnot um but i definitely want to keep it as free-flowing as possible and just enjoy exploring my own thoughts let me know what you guys think about this if there's anybody out there listening because this is episode two there is no uh, viewers or supporters at the moment, but I definitely feel like this is going to turn into something because this shit happened completely by accident. Like I said in the beginning, I had a completely different idea of what I wanted to do, but something told me to just make it a podcast. So I found a hosting website and found a way to upload all these, uh, all these, um, files to all the uh podcast podcasting websites like spotify apple music uh amazon music um and a couple others i forget but yeah with saying that if you guys are watching on youtube or wherever you're watching or listening right now um the podcast is up on multiple damn i just fucking a burp came out of nowhere that shit just like snuck out of my body but this podcast is on multiple different streaming platforms so you know if you fucking if you if you uh relapse and end up going to samsung instead of getting a new iphone which isn't very common who the hell goes from iphone to samsung actually i do know somebody that actually just happened in my life which i thought was really weird like nobody switches from iphone to galaxy that shit's weird i say that but i just switched to a fucking flip phone but i feel like that is understandable because i wanted to get away from smartphones so i just went straight to a flip phone but going from apple to galaxy ew disgusting My first smartphone was actually a Galaxy, and then I switched to Apple, and honestly, my life was never the same after that. I don't know if it was better or worse, or I feel like it just, like, fucking took control of me. Once I switched to Apple, bro, I feel like I had no control over my mind anymore, and I'm still, I switched to a flip phone last summer, and I'm still, like, recovering. I don't know how to explain it. It's just like a, it's a weird thing. It's a weird, weird thing. But yeah, the podcast is on a lot of different streaming platforms. 
Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon. I think it's on Pandora. I think it's on YouTube. The visual is on YouTube. So if you guys want to watch the video of me sitting here talking into a microphone, that is on YouTube. Now that I think about it, people upload podcasts in video form. Like Joe Rogan has his podcast in video form on Spotify. I don't know how to do that. Or I haven't come across how to do that. Maybe it's only him. Because most people just put the video on YouTube and the audio everywhere else. But Joe Rogan has the video on Spotify. So maybe I'll look into that. I'm just rambling at this point. Um, This was episode two. You guys send in questions, send in topics, send in anything. uh, Funny stories, sad stories, whatever. To the email. Super gm eli at gmail.com the super has two r's um it's in the description of all these platforms so if you guys couldn't understand what i was saying just find the email in the description and whatnot and yeah we will have episode three today is friday so i'm gonna do monday through friday so episode three will be coming monday and i hope you guys have a good weekend and good after or good morning good afternoon and good night <laughs>